Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. And a respiratory illness season. I'm Luke Luker. What investigators say led up to deputies shooting and killing a man who attacked his parents in Frederick County. I'm Mike Marillo. Drive, bike, or walk around Haynes Point? Changes are on the way. I'm Kate Ryan. Good morning. It's 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. New hope this morning for people in the early stages of Alzheimer's. The clinical trial results showed that lecanemab slowed the progression of disease. Neurologist Dr. Michael Irisari at drug maker Azai on results of a study published in the New England Journal of Medicine. The BBC's medical editor, Fergus Walsh. What's going to happen now is the manufacturers are submitting for approval. First in the U.S., and we could have a decision in the U.S. very early next year. Side effects of lecanemab include brain swelling and bleeding. Severe storms have been tearing across the south all night and into this morning. The Weather Service confirms more than 20 tornadoes, with them in Lowndes County, Mississippi. Fire coordinator Neil Austin is dealing with damage to his department there. Of course, we're got through the insurance process, but right now we've got the trucks located at another safe location where we can assess them better there, and we will start to look at the process of rebuilding. The system is moving east across Alabama, Georgia, and the Florida Panhandle. So far, no reports of deaths. Stuart Rhodes, leader of the right-wing extremist group The Oath Keepers, is facing up to 20 years in prison for leading followers in the attack on the U.S. Capitol. Correspondent Naomi Rockham. A Washington, D.C. jury found Rhodes and co-defendant Kelly Meggs guilty of plotting to block the peaceful transfer of power back on January 6th. 2021. The charge so rare, Rhodes and Megs are the first people in nearly three decades to be found guilty of seditious conspiracy. A historic step to protect marriage equality. Twelve Senate Republicans joined Democrats to approve legislation guaranteeing federal protection for same-sex and interracial couples. Utah Republican Mike Lee voted against it. I'm not aware of a single state in the United States threatening to pass any law infringing the ability of any same-sex couples to marry. The House could vote on the Senate's measure next week in Guangzhou, China. Online videos show riot police in protective gear breaking up violent protests over Xi Jinping's strict COVID lockdowns. Some of the footage shows demonstrators knocking over a testing tent and throwing things at officers. The U.S. lives to play another day at the World Cup in Qatar. Christian Pulisic giving Team USA a one nothing victory over Iran on Fox, but injuring his abdomen in the process. Pulisic promises he'll be ready to play again in Saturday's match against the Netherlands. S&P futures are up nine. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can... 703 here on your Wednesday morning, uh, November 30th. It's soggy this morning. Tapering off, though, later on, highs in the low 60s.
morning. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. Parents in Loudoun County will now have the chance to opt out of sexually explicit content if it's taught in classrooms. It's the first public school system in Northern Virginia to do this. The Loudoun County School Board did get some resistance when listening to comments from the public. There's even sex in the Bible. Are you going to slap a warning label on the Bible? But the board didn't have any trouble passing the policy, doing so by a vote of 7 to 2. It's going to require schools to give parents notice 30 days before sexually explicit content is taught in classrooms. It's not clear how many other school systems across Virginia are on the verge of passing such a policy, but under a new state law, every school system statewide does have to do it. The law says it needs to be done by January 1st. Nick Hainelli, WTOP News. A Northern Virginia hospital system says it's seeing an unprecedented number of patients following Thanksgiving. Inova cites a spike in flu, COVID, and respiratory syncytial virus, also known as RSV, as the cause of the surge, especially in emergency rooms. Inova said it can handle the current surge, but they are asking area residents to get the flu vaccine and a COVID booster. Earlier this month, Children's National Hospital in D.C. said that they were also busier than usual with cases of pediatric respiratory ailments. Just a month ago, the CDC indicated that D.C. had the highest rate of flu activity in the Around 3,000 deaths due to influenza have been reported countrywide since early October. Luke Luker, WTOP News. Some of the Montgomery County first responders involved in the rescue of that small plane that crashed into power lines are being highlighted this morning. At 10 a.m., the county's technical rescue team will explain their technique during the rescue of the complex crash and provide a demo of their training. That crash led to widespread power outages across the county and sent the pilot and passenger to a hospital with serious injuries. One person who was on the plane has been released, but it's not clear which one is still in the hospital. The National Transportation Safety Board is investigating and says it'll have an initial report on the crash released in about two to three weeks. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, yeah, it is. The 100th annual Christmas tree lighting is taking place this evening on the Ellipse, and the event will be hosted by LL Cool J, and guests will include Gloria Stefan and Shania Twain. Tickets already have been given out, though, and you can check out the National Christmas Tree in person as uh, well as the 58 smaller trees that encircle it. That'll happen December 2nd through January 1st, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday, and then 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. Fridays and Saturdays. Now, all this means that there's going to be some road closures, and all the information about that is available at WTOP.com. If you want to watch the taped ceremony, mark your calendars for December 11th. That is a week from Sunday, 8 p.m. It'll be broadcast on CBS. Work is set to begin early next month to remove one of two car lanes on Ohio Drive around East Potomac Park and turn it into a path for cyclists and pedestrians. It's a popular workout for cyclists looking to get in fast-paced rides as well as pedestrians who enjoy walking the loop that extends from Buckeye Drive at East Potomac Park to Haynes Point and back. Well, starting soon... The left lane of the Ohio Drive Loop will be for cars, and the right lane will be converted to a bi-directional shared path for pedestrians and people on bikes. The change to the 2.5-mile loop is intended to make it safer for all users, and according to the National Park Service, the work's expected to take about a week. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Up ahead, we'll uh, explore what led up to the deadly shooting of a man accused of stabbing his parents in Frederick County at 707. Today's innovation in government.
Government Report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Jason Schick, the general manager for U.S. public sector at Confluent, says agencies have to stop thinking about data as a static asset. Out there in the edge, particularly, but anywhere in the real world, things are constantly changing. And data is just that digital representation of what's happening in the real world. So what we'd really want to do is, as the real world is changing, we want the data to change. We want the data to move to the people in the systems that are responsible for taking action. What Confluent has done is we've reimagined data from being a passive asset to an active asset, putting it in motion where the event, where the thing that happens, whether it's at the edge or whether it's in a call center, the event is the catalyst for taking really specific targeted action. Let Confluent, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Learn more at kerasoft.com slash innovation. Good morning. It's 7.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s here. Jack Taylor, what is happening on the roads this well, morning? Well, the rain never helps as we start things off this morning. Now, we've got uh, broken down vehicles in a couple, three spots. We've got some accidents, so do take it easy. And again, don't overdrive any conditions. You'll find the slowest traffic right now in Virginia. It's going to be on 95 going northbound. We've been a little bit heavy moving through Stafford. Then the big delay, Dale City, rides toward Newington. The trouble spot will be after the Fairfax County Parkway. VDOT and Virginia State Police are there. A couple left lanes blocked. Stay to the right to get by this broken down truck. Closer you get into the Springfield interchange, the better. There was an earlier issue up in the Springfield interchange with a broken down vehicle in the far right lane. That has cleared. 66, not too bad right now. We'd had an original wreck eastbound at 123. That's gone. In the delay back near the Fairfax County Parkway, we'd had a wreck that reportedly had been blocking a left lane unclear of VDOT could quickly move that out of the roadway. Beltway inner loops a little bit heavier now. Braddock right up toward 236. Slowing in the district now as you leave 395 top end. Crossing the 14th, getting onto the freeway toward the 3rd Street Tunnel. DC 295 brake lights around Eastern Avenue all the way toward East Capitol Street. Slower still, going inbound on Suitland Parkway, riding up slowly toward Firth Sterling. All right, in Maryland, trouble on uh, 117 West Diamond Avenue. Eastbound at I-270, you'd been under police direction there with a crash. Sligo Creek Parkway near New Hampshire Avenue, a wreck with downed wires. The ICC had an earlier wreck westbound as you headed out towards Shady Grove Road. That activity it's cleared. 270 slow in Urbana, off and on as you ride down toward Montgomery Village Avenue. You'll also find we've got some slower traffic topside out of from 95 passing George Avenue as you ride down into the roller coaster, if you will, down between Georgia and Connecticut Avenue. Slow down and take it easy as you ride through the big curve, merging with everybody coming off the southbound spur. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. And the forecast now from Mike Stiniford. A powerful storm system coming our way. We'll see rain heavy at times this morning. That'll taper off to showers and come to an end this afternoon. It's going to turn rather windy, especially this afternoon when winds may gust to 40 miles an hour. Look for a high in the lower 60s. Clearing skies, breezy, colder tonight. Lows upper 20s to mid 30s. Sunny, windy, and chilly on Thursday with highs only in the low to mid 40s. Sunshine Friday, lighter winds. Highs low to mid 50s. We'll see some rain on Saturday. Highs near 60. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. Temps around the area in the mid-40s right now with some rain, and it's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today to schedule your free in-home estimates. 7-11 now, and there's more information this morning about yesterday's police shooting of a man who reportedly stabbed his parents in their Frederick home. 
After he's believed to have gone after his parents with a knife at a home on Haller Place in the county, responding law enforcement found the man who's not being identified yet nearby. The Maryland Attorney General's Office's Independent Investigations Division, which is investigating the shooting, says the man was ordered to drop his knife and then was first shot by beanbag rounds by an officer. Then after he's accused of rapidly moving towards officers, some responded with tasers, the others their guns, and the man was killed. The three Frederick County deputies who used their guns were not wearing body-worn cameras at the time, though other officers in the area were. The whole thing remains under investigation. The man's father died in the stabbing. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Five months after historic flooding shut down the water system in Jackson, Mississippi, leaving thousands of residents without safe drinking water, the Justice Department is stepping in to try to fix it. The DOJ filed a proposal to appoint a third-party manager for the Jackson water system, while the federal government, the city, and the Mississippi State Department of Health try to come up with a long-term fix. Earlier this month, the city approved an interim agreement with the federal government outlining actions the city must take to comply with the Safe Drinking Water Act. The 2022 North Atlantic hurricane season officially ends today. This year's season saw 14 named tropical storms, with eight of them becoming hurricanes. Ian claimed 146 lives in Florida and left millions in disbelief and despair. It's a loss. I don't know. I don't know how to take it. <laughs> it was overwhelming. You know, I've ridden out 10 hurricanes, never seen nothing like it. It was scary. It was really scary. Hurricane Fiona pounded Canada's Maritimes. Nicole caused damage and flooding in Georgia, the Carolinas, and Virginia. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Up ahead on WTOP, the first of the lawsuits filed against Walmart over a shooting at a Virginia store, 713. Moments like making my kids my famous meatballs mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive, HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrands may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. It's subliminal. Up to 3% or more. Since Visa and MasterCard dominate credit card transactions and set the big bank's hidden fees, they can charge whatever they want. Up to 3% or more. So each time you swipe your credit card, Visa and MasterCard charge you and the stores you visit an unfair hidden fee. Up to 3% or more. Not only do Americans pay the highest swipe fees in the world, but it has doubled in recent years. And one of those hidden fees costs the average family nearly $1,000 a year. Did you catch that? Let's turn it up and make it clear. Unfair swipe fees of up to 3% or more cost families nearly $1,000 a year. Congress needs to support the bipartisan Credit Card Competition Act. We need free market competition to have fair fees. Paid for by the National Association of Convenience Stores. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 7-15, we go to Dave Johnson. All right, listen, tell him Dave Johnson said it. It's still okay to be giddy right now. United States does not play again at the World Cup until Saturday against the Netherlands after their one nothing win over Iran. And you know they're getting it done without a true striker, you know, a flat-out goal scorer. Former men's national team captain John Arks. Is it a concern? No, but you definitely see that having that final third execution is making it difficult. And it puts a lot of pressure on, on the team to not concede a goal. And John says maybe switch up the formation and go with two forwards. And we do know Christian Pulisic injured on the goal yesterday. says he'll be ready to play against the Netherlands. In Vancouver, Capitals 5-1 win over the Canucks. And head coach Peter Laviolette. It was good from an offensive standpoint. The four-check goals are good. The rush goals are good. And then the one-cycle game was really good. And Alex Ovechkin, two goals now. Four and three road goals for his career. That's more than Wayne Gretzky had on the road. Maryland at 79-54 win over Louisville. Dante Scott led the way with 18 points for head coach Kevin Willard. He's playing with a lot of confidence the way he should be because he's worked really hard and he's an all-first-team Big Ten player and he's and he's playing like that. Maryland 7-0, Virginia 6-0 after a 70-68 win over Michigan. American beat Albany, the Wizards, and Anthony Gill. We have a couple good games um, and then we kind of we let off the pedal. Great teams just keep their foot on the gas. And play Brooklyn tonight. From New York, Dave Jetson, WTLP Sports. It's now six uh, seven sixteen, and a survivor of the mass shooting in Chesapeake, Virginia, has now filed a fifty million dollar lawsuit against the company. The lawsuit filed in Chesapeake Circuit Court by Danya Priolo, a Walmart employee who claims that the company knew of the shooter's propensities for violence, threats, and strange behaviors. The suit said Priolo experienced physical and emotional distress after witnessing the sh- uh, shooting rampage in the break room of that Chesapeake Walmart last Tuesday. Police have identified the store supervisor, Andre Bing, as the person who shot and killed six co-workers and wounded several others before killing himself. The chief executives of the two largest U.S. supermarket chains defended their proposed $20 billion merger at a Senate subcommittee hearing. The CEOs of Kroger and Albertsons testified before senators from both parties who questioned whether the planned combination would reduce competition in the grocery sector, lead to higher prices, and eliminate worker jobs or stores. They vowed to keep the prices low and protect workers' jobs if the deal passes. The top stories we're following this hour. Lawmakers plan to vote this week on a proposal that could impose an agreement between rail companies and their unionized workers that could avert a major rail strike. Loudoun County parents will now be given proper notification when teaching materials are to include sexually explicit content. The 100th annual Christmas tree lighting on the ellipse takes place tonight. The star-studded event will be hosted by LL Cool J. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 718. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Jack Taylor now in the traffic center. Okay, starting to improve. Virginia, 95, going in the northbound direction. You'll slow immediately in Dale City. It is an off-and-on slowdown. All brakes, if you will. A lot more gas coming as you get closer to Springfield. But as you ride toward the Fairfax County Parkway, VDOT is clearing from the left side of the roadway. There was a broken-down 18-wheeler that had been there for quite some time. That's gone. VDOT is the last to clear from that left side of the roadway. 66 going in the east bound direction. We were a little bit heavy at the Fairfax County Parkway. The wreck just after exit 55 moved over onto the right shoulder. Moving again in Ashburn. Seven going in the eastbound direction. Traffic up at the Claiborne Parkway no longer diverting south. Apparently the left lane is getting by. 
This crash did involve a tractor trailer. Still quite a bit going on there. Single file left will get you past. On the outer loop of the Beltway, express lanes before 236 crash along the left side of the roadway. 395 is a little bit heavier, riding northbound through Landmark, then slowed across the 14th. We've got delays on the Maryland Beltway, topside outer loop from 95, passing Georgia Avenue. Keep the speeds down with the wet roads. Then again, a little bit of a delay through the big curve toward River Road. Inner loop south of town, definitely on the brakes. St. Barnabas Road headed down toward the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. Uh, West Diamond Avenue up in Gaithersburg. Tow trucks on scene. Eastbound, the lanes were diverting onto 270 south. That was where we'd had the wreck. Westbound is moving. Crash with downed wires reported in Tacoma Park. Sligo Creek Parkway near New Hampshire Avenue. Expect slowing on 270 going south in the rain. You're delayed in Urbana down to 109, but it really doesn't improve much. It'll remain slow through Germantown toward Gaithersburg and a lot of volume going south into Rockville. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. And our forecast here with Mike Stinnefer. Mike, that rain is coming down this morning. It is. We've got rain across the entire region. It's moderate to heavy at times, and that will continue for the next several hours. They'll taper off to showers and come to an end this afternoon. As it does, it's going to turn rather windy. We may see winds gusting to over 40 miles per hour this afternoon. Look for a high in the low 60s. Tonight, behind a strong front, clearing, breezy, colder. Our lows upper 20s to mid-30s. Going to feel like winter tomorrow. Sunny, windy, and chilly with highs in the low to mid-40s, but wind chills in the 20s and 30s throughout the day. Sunshine, lighter winds, and warmer temperatures on on Friday, highs low to mid-50s. Another soaking on Saturday. Highs upper 50s to lower 60s. Temperatures for you right now. Frederick 46, Stafford 53. And Bruce and Joe, we've got a temperature of 48 at Reagan National. And it's brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. And still to come on WTOP. A local approach to helping kids catch up from pandemic learning loss. I'm Scott Gelman. It's 721. Now the small business buzz, packaged by the UPS Store. Many people who start their own business do so with intent of growing it and selling it. Rising borrowing costs are starting to put the brakes on buyers, though. After five consecutive quarters, the number of small business sales fell last quarter. The biggest decline in sales was sales of small retail stores. The selling price for small businesses was down 14%. Still, the median selling price for a small business last quarter was almost $300,000. I'm Jeff Clable. At the UPS store we have everything to help small business owners be unstoppable so if you need printing we'll be the printing store i need help printing brochures my at-home printer became self-aware of course the ups store can print wait you said self-aware yeah one day it was saying it was low on ink and the next it was saying it wanted to rule the world weird well whatever you need we've got you covered the ups store can help small business owners be unstoppable with our printing services the ups store be unstoppable the ups store locations are independently owned product services pricing and hours may vary see center for details this cyber security report is presented by steve hoffman president of fortinet federal at fortinet federal our mission is clear deliver trusted cybersecurity solutions designed to defend u.s government networks data and people fortinet federal focuses on your priorities to enable zero trust secure cloud computing advance threat detection and response reduce vulnerabilities and enhance end-to-end security Our experienced team of federal security professionals is dedicated to delivering integrated solutions that scale, secure, and simplify your IT environment. As a recognized U.S. cybersecurity company with a strong track record of serving the federal government and its technology partners, Fortinet Federal is focused on trusted cybersecurity for government everywhere you need it. Prepare your agency for what's next. Explore your options for implementing innovative and advanced cybersecurity designed for trusted government networks. Visit FortinetFederal.com. That's FortinetFederal.com. This is WTOP News. 
723 now. School systems across our area are using different types of tutoring to help kids catch up after the pandemic. In D.C., the city's investing $40 million in what's called high-impact tutoring. All of our students receive tutoring at least two days a week, sometimes three days a week. That's Crystal Martin, intervention manager at Elliott Hine Middle School in Ward 6. In order for it to be effective, it has to happen for at least 45 minutes for each session for a total of 90 minutes per week. They're one of dozens of D.C. schools that use high-impact tutoring in math and English language arts. Principal Marlene Magrino says the small group settings help students get quick feedback, making it more effective than learning in a classroom. That's been the case for one sixth grader who emphatically said, I really think this is going to be the year that I learned to read. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. An instructional assistant at a local school system is now being charged with stealing from Target. Now on administrative leave from Eagle View Elementary School in Fairfax, 55-year-old Denise Pickentilson was working as a part-time cashier at the Chantilly Target when police say the store spent a month watching her suspecting theft. Charged with felony embezzlement, Pitkin Tilson is accused of stealing more than $10,000 in cash, gift cards, and merchandise. She's now free on a $2,000 unsecured bond. Chrissy King, WTOP News. Research shows video games can positively impact the human brain, improving memory in older adults. What about for dogs, though? A UK-based startup called Joypaw is looking into just that. The company's working on a number of games for dogs that include a custom saliva-resistant touchscreen console that dogs can use with their snouts. There is no time frame yet for when those games will be released. Money news at 25 and 55. More shoppers flock to stores over the Thanksgiving weekend compared with last year. And it's a sign that many consumers are returning to their pre-pandemic shopping behaviors. The National Retail Federation said roughly 197 million Americans visited stores or shopped online in that period between Thanksgiving Day and Cyber Monday. The number of shoppers choosing physical stores surged from last year up 17%. The number of online shoppers rose 2%. More companies may be pushing to get workers back in the office, but Jeff Claybaugh says remote work has remained relatively steady. 29% of Americans were working from home in the final week of October compared to 29.5% a year earlier. Remote work remains big at employers in the district at 54%, by far the most when compared to states. It's 39% in Maryland and 35% in Virginia. Lending Tree says the share of remote workers in West Virginia is the lowest among states at 11.3%. Money News brought to you by Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Get away with Tropical Smoothie Cafe's new red sangria smoothie and island flats and you'll be chilling in the tropics available for a limited time at any of the over 75 dmv locations still to come here congress looks to intervene in a rail dispute as a deadline for a major strike is looming at 726 oh hello want a health plan that can show up when and where you need them the most then it's time to meet optima health a new kind of friend for northern virginians they offer a comprehensive network of hospitals facilities and providers right here in your area go to optimahealth.com and meet your lens a helping hand friend offered by optima health plan caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factor.